Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. On the top of page, Kuflam and Bay is 132. You've just been speaking about um, I'm going to answer the question that the sages said that uh, Moshe Rabbeinu became rich from the shavings, from the leftovers, from the when he carved out the luchais, the tablets, the second tablets. That's how he became rich. And at the beginning of the Mimer, we spoke about this a lot more. It said that he became rich only from the shavings of the luches, like it says. You shall you shall you shall carve out these tablets for yourself. They should be for you. The shavings should be for you to become rich. Marasha says that it's talking about um, the shavings, or the Rama says it's talking about the actual leftovers from the luches. The same as Medrash also said, Mehechan Hasher Moshe, Nabchanin said, Mech Machsav Shal, Sampiran, Borele, Kodesh Borchu, Teich Ole, Umehem Hasher Moshe. The special sapphire or stone that the Luluches were made out of, and that from the shavings of that stone, which was a very precious stone, Moshe became rich. So we have to understand, we asked at the beginning of the what is the idea that uh, Moshe became rich from the shavings of the Luluches? Moshe was at a very, very high level. To the extent that it said that meaning that he was not able to speak properly, and it says in the Chazal say that he was regarding the oral Torah and regarding the written Torah, meaning he wasn't able to lower himself to such to a level to the speech of Torah because he was so nullified to Hashem that lowering himself to speak about it was expression too much an expression of yeshus, and therefore he was. It was hard for him to bring himself down to that level. He was so high. And the Shem said, I will be with your mouth, meaning with the power of the, with the Shem's essence, therefore he will be able to descend uh, and to speak the words of Torah. So what does it mean that he became rich from the shavings of the Luches, and specifically from the second Luches, and not from the first ones, which were a lot higher level than the, that were actually made by the hands of Hashem? Um... And so that is basically the question, and we've already explained. And then we went on to say at the beginning of the mind verse, so we first have to understand the idea of rich. What does it mean to be rich? And we explained already this idea of das, how it receives directly from keser. That is this idea of when it's totally rich, when it's mushba beribu shefa. And they'll be explained also the maila of the second luches. They included a lot more of the terror in them. And because they, they descended to the details, also showing, pointing to the f- fact that they had a revelation from Hashem's very essence that was able to go down to those details. 
Now, we just said that the general idea of the luches, um, the fact that they were made from stones, it says that in the Medrash, that on the verse, Elginas Egez Radeti, to the garden of nuts I have descended. What is this? Just like this nut, a stone can break it. So to the Torah, is called the stone. Like it says, Luches Evan, and the Yetzirah is also called the stone. Like it says, Vasiresi Lev Evan, I will remove the heart of stone. And the stone of Torah has the ability to break the stone of the evil inclination. Like it says, if you're, if the Yetzirah meets you, starts to try to convince you to go after its ways, break it by taking it to the base of Medrash, to the house of learning Torah. Well, top, of the, top of the page. So what is this idea of stones? There are letters. Like it said in a lot of different places. So this the explanation why stones and letters relate. Stones are the lowest, they're daimim, the inanimate. So two letters have no meaning in and of themselves. Only when you mix them together, combine them in a way that they spell words and sentences, that's when the intellectual meaning shines through them. So from the letters, the spiritual letters of the breaking of the vessels of the world of Tayu, that is the root for the, the evil inclination. So these letters, I mean these vessels, and letters are just vessels that contain the intellectual idea within them. So from these letters, these vessels of the the world of Tayu, which broke, the shattered vessels are the source of the evil inclination. In general, the source of all evil is from the shattering of the vessels of the world of Teiru. The Isis, the Teira, but the letters of Teira, which are also stones, they're totally, they transcend this idea of the breaking and of the fixing. They're above breaking, they're above be, have, having to be fixed. They're pure and totally sublime. And like it says in the verse about the... Um, the letters of the Torah, the letters that, that were inscribed on the tablets, it said that they were inscribed, they were engraved on the tablets. So that is referring to the spiritual level of Isis Chikika, engraved letters, which transcend the regular idea of letters. Engraved letters don't have their own existence. Their only existence is the fact that they're in, within the stone, whereas letters that you write, they have their own existence from the ink that you write on top of the paper. So they're a Dover they're an additional existence. Own, they have their own existence, whereas the letters that are engraved don't have their own independent uh, identity besides that the stone which they are engraved in. So the, the the root of these letters, the letters of the Torah, are from the level of Akudim, which transcends the level of Toyu, which is above Toyu, and the breaking of the vessels and the fixing of the vessels. And that is the source of the letters of the Torah in the world of Akudim. And that's why they're hinted to by the uh, engraved letters because it's such a level of godliness which is even though we're talking about that there is akudim all the spheres there in the world of akudim are akudim they're all in one vessel but you can't really speak about a separate existence there just like the letters how they're engraved in the stone they're not a separate existence from the stone so too the level, levels of godliness in the world of akudim are not separate existences they're totally one with godliness that's why the letters of the Torah have the power, the letters of the Torah, which are stones, like we said, the letters in general are stones, have the power to break the letters, the stone of the evil inclination, which comes from the world of Tayu, which is lower than the letters, the stones of the Torah, which comes from the world of Akudim. And also in this idea of the Torah being letters and stone in the source of the Torah and the world of Akudim, Above the Toyu, there is a difference also between the 
first tablets and the second tablets. And the first tablet that says that they were the, the tablets were the work of God. They were actually made by Hashem. Like it says in the Zayar. In the fifth chapter of Perkei Avis, and the ten things which were created, um, uh, the eve of Shabbos, and in the eve of Shabbos of creation, and Benishmoshis at the time of Benishmoshis between the two days, basically at the time which we have a doubt, which is it night or is it day? So on erev Shabbos, the eve of Shabbos of the Shabbos of creation, the first Shabbos. There was created ten special things in that time, and one of the things it includes are the tablets. Rashi explains that's referring to the first tablets, which were actually the the work of Hashem. Not like the other commentaries, which explain that it's not referring to the first tablets. So the commentary there on the Ampirke obviously explains. What is this special uniqueness of these things which were created on the Erev Shabbos and Beit HaShemoshis? That these things which were created then are not physical things. And in Zayar, over there on the second side of the page, it says, These two tablets, meaning the first tablets, they were they existed even before the world was created. And they went up on Erev Shabbos, and Hashem created them, Hashem made them, and they were His work, meaning they were the work of Hashem. So they existed before the world was created. And then on Erev Shabbos of, the, of creation, the eve of Shabbos of creation, in the time of Benesh Moshes, Hashem basically made them into physical um, tablets. But they existed spiritually before the world was created. But the second tablets were the work of Moshe. And they were in this special stone, this Sampirian stone. The sapphire stone is actually a stone which is not, like we actually explained in previous Maimarim, it's not, it's not a stone which is shiny and uh, refined in and of itself, in its very nature. Only through the purification and the um, polishing that a person does on this sapphire stone, then it becomes a shiny uh, stone. This is also the general difference between the two names of Hashem, Ma and Ban. Um, Ma is the name of Hashem which signifies godliness in its pure state without any connection to creation. This revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem and its pure state. And Shem Ban is the godly energy which relates to creation and has to be refined and uplifted. In in more general sense, you can say that both of these um, actually, both of these are are actually levels in Shema itself, meaning both the tablets. The first tablets were the level of Shema, how it is in its essential state. And they are and that the refining process from the perspective of Shema, how it is in its essential pure state, the refining process is in a way of above to below, meaning in a way of Er Yosher, a straight light, which means a, the godliness, how it is shining in its pure state from above without having any relation to the creations, to, to limitation, not being tarnished at all, by being limited at all, or being concealed at all. 
Whereas the second tablets also are Shema. They're all the Shema, but not how it is in its essential sublime state before it relates to creation. Rather, it's Shema, how it already descends and, and becomes enclosed in Shema, meaning in the godly sparks with, that are hidden within creation, to refine these sparks of Shemban in a way where Shema is now descended from its sublime state and becomes enclosed and enmeshed within creation and relates to creation and becomes now concealed a little bit by creation to, in order to refine the sparks. Which that is the whole purpose, the main purpose uh, of of birudim, of refining the sparks of creation, is to actually go within creation in a way of mamatalamayla from below to above, meaning working with creation, not just overwhelming creation with a godly re- revelation, with the infinite godly revelation, which is the, the idea of shema be'etzim, rather shema descending from its essential state and relating to creation and thereby uplifting the sparks. And we said before, Specifically through going down to creation and uplifting the sparks by relating to creation, that is how you draw down an even higher godly energy, even than the Shema Be'etzim, you get all the way back to Atzimus, the real essence of Hashem. The Commission is as explained at length in the famous Hemshech of Samach Vav. So this is now as you can understand the meaning that Moshe became rich from the shavings, the leftovers from the tablets, the Hine from the second tablets. Moshe's spiritual level, Moshe was it was an usher, was a rich person in the spiritual level, meaning that he was on the level of Das Elyon, the supernal level, the high level of Das, which receives directly from Kesser the level which transcends all of the chain of creation. And that was, that's what a usher is, somebody who is mushba bidibu shefa, who receives a lot of a flow of divine energy. And that's why Moshe is a usher, in a spiritual sense, rich, because he receives the divine flow of energy from Kesser. Like we said before, like we said, but we said before, however, we said that the rich person should not make go more, should not give more. Like we said, that means it shouldn't be more than 10. You shouldn't go above the ten spheres. Va'al, like in the verse says, Va'al yishal usher ba'usher, and the rich person should not praise himself and pride himself in his richness. Ba'etzem bivichinus ba'usher ba'etzem, meaning his in his own riches, his richness that he has, the fact that he receives directly from Kesser, like we were saying. Bivichinus gili er the Kesser chul, like in the revelation of Kesser, he shouldn't pride himself in that. Kiim why kiim bezoyis chul, rather he should pride himself in this. Ba'vei the sabirudim deshemban in the and the process of refining the sparks of godliness within creation, which are referred to by the name of Ban. That is what he should pride himself in. The fact that he goes down and relates to creation and brings down that divine revelation, that huge level, the richness that he has, and he brings it down into the creation, into works with the uplifting the sparks of creation, not in the fact that he totally is rich in and of himself, essentially rich, meaning that he receives in such a higher level of godliness. Rather, he should pride himself in the fact that he goes down to fulfill the purpose of creation, to bring down that high revelation into creation and to work with uplifting the sparks of godliness in creation. Specifically through that, going down to creation and refining the sparks there, that's how you come to knowing me, meaning getting in touch with Hashem's very essence. And this is the meaning that specifically from the leftovers of the luches, of the tablets, that's why it became rich. From the second luches, which we spoke about before, that specifically the second uh, tablet which had within them all the details of the Torah, that refers to the refining 
of all the details of creation, uh, meaning the refining of the godly sparks within creation, referred to by the name of Ban. That's how Moshe became rich, even more, with more godly energy, with more light than his essential, meaning than his richness that he has in and of himself, from the fact that he is on the level of Das Elian, receives directly from Kesser. But through being dealing with the second Luchis, meaning the leftovers from the second Luchis, meaning the parts that the Torah, the, the second, which are hinted to in the second Luchis, which means all the different details of, of Torah, which, which, which relate to the details of creation and every detail of the physical world, which the Torah deals with, specifically through that aspect of the second Luchis, um, which deals with refining all the godly sparks within creation, that is how Moshe became really rich, even more rich than his uh, essential richness, which came from his own spiritual level, receiving from Kesser. Here, when you deal with refining the sparks, which is hinted to by the second tablets, then you get even higher revelation of godliness all the way back to Hashem's essence. And this is what it means when the verse says, you shall carve out these tablets for for you. Like the... Um, um, sages explain what that means for your goodness and for your benefit. Meaning, because through dealing with the second tablets, that's how you're going to get even greater godly energy, the revelation of Hashem's very essence, because the second tablets have to deal with deal with uh, refining the details of creation. And we could say even more that the commandment that Hashem said, you shall you shall um, engrave these second tablets for your benefit is similar to what it says that Hashem said that Moshe said I'm, I'm um, heavy tongue heavy mouth I can't speak very well how am I going to be able to relate the Torah to the Jewish people and like we said in the beginning of the Mayra I'm, I'm on such a high level that I can't lower myself to speak about these words of Torah he was on such a high level so he, Hashem said I will be with your mouth meaning Hashem in his very essence has the ability to make it so even though Moshe, on his essential level, on his level, how he is in and of himself, he cannot lower himself because he's too high, but the level of God's essence has the ability to unify two opposites, to bring down even Moshe's sublime level down to relate to um, creation, to relate to regular people. So this idea of solucha is similar to the idea of anichi ayyem picha. Meaning that he's able to descend into the speech of Torah. That's the idea of Anechi Ayim Picha. And the idea of engraved for yourself these tablets, the second tablet, that implies the idea of descending to bring about the refining process, to refine the sparks of godliness trapped in the physicality in a way of Islapshus, in a way of truly enclothing oneself within the Levushiyam's body, within the Mata, basically, within the world, not overwhelming the world with godly revelation, pure godly revelation, but on the contrary, going down to the world's level and uplifting it. And that's the idea of the second tablet, which included all the details of the Torah, which is descending to every detail of creation, and every case in creation, and uplifting it through through learning Torah about that. Uh, and that's in a way of mamata lamayla, from below to above. Like I just said, in a way of relating to creation, instead of overwhelming the world with godly revelation from above. And that's what it says. You should uh, do this idea of um, the birurim, which is signified by the second tablets, um, for your good and for your benefit. Because through that, 
process of refinement in the way of Mamata Lamaila, that's why you'll be it'll be added to you an abundance of godly light, specifically referring to the revelation of Hashem's very essence, which transcends even Kesar. And this is also the idea of Moshe's face shining like a, with a ray of light um, that he specifically merited to this only after the second tablets. Um, why specifically have the second tablets, which are seemingly on a lower level in the sense that they were made by man now. And the first tablets were the Maise uh, of the Shem, the work of Hashem. The Inyan ki koran Moshe, the idea, the spiritual idea implied by this idea that Moshe's face shone with a ray of light. Who al derech it's similar to what it says in the Gemara about the Torah scroll which Rabbi Meir had. It says, it was written in it, and it says that the Adam and Chavash, after they ate from the tree of knowledge, um, Hashem gave, uh, they made for themselves like tunics or things to cover themselves to be tzniyas, but literally over there in the Torah, in our Torah, it says with the Ayin, like um, made out of um, skin or hide to cover themselves. But here in the Rabbi Meir's Torah, it said, Kosnes Erith and Aleph. So tunics of light. Zelki caught an air. And this is what the, what it means when it says by Meisha's face, shone with light. Caught an air, air with an ayin, it says here in the Mimer. Sha'ir ba'ayin, nasa air ba'alef. Meaning to say that the air, which is a hide, when it's spelled with an ayin, is transformed becomes aleph light with the spell with an aleph. I know meaning through the finding process. So the face of the skin of Moshe's face shone with a godly light. So here it's skin, with an ayin. But um but here, basically, the ayin of ayin, of skin, transformed to be an ayin, the aleph, which spells light, and that's through the idea of the refining, which is implied by the second tablets. That's why specifically in the second tablets, Moshe uh, married it to this, because the second tablets imply, signify this whole idea of the refining process in the details. And see what it says in the explanation, of the saying of the Zayar, Bikuda Litain Machis Shekel, it's the commandment to give a half shekel. Pay hey, the the Yishlemar, the Evan, Peter Shehachi, maybe, or Pay hey, the Daf Pay hey, the Yishlemar, the Evan. So we can say that the Evan, when it says stone, stone is spelled Aleph Ban. Who in Yen Abidurim the Shem Ban, Shekvar Nichlu in his Chabib Shema. Aleph ban, so the Aleph is referring to the pure revelation of godliness, of Shema. And ban is obviously the sparks of creation, how they're trapped in the physicality. So that's the, so what's Evan then? What does this idea of stone imply? It's the idea of the refining, refinings, the sifting of the sparks of Shemban, which have already become absorbed with and unified with Shema, which is the, in, hinted to by the Aleph. Vezeo shagan ma kol miban. And that's the idea that even Ma, even Shem Ma, which is the sublime revelation of Godliness in Chochma, is included with Shem Ban, meaning that's already when the sparks of Shem Ban are becoming absorbed and unified with Shem um, Ma. And we can say that this is specifically referring to the second tablets, Hainu Masha Karnitkam and Nichol B'Shem Ma, 
the second tablets are already which has become which already which is fixed and become absorbed and become subsumed within Shema, in the sublime revelation, the pure revelation of Godliness. Nasa Evintoiva or Evintoiva, a mayor, and it's being transformed into a shiny stone which shines, a good stone which shines. So it's already now basically when we have when Moshe's own hands have created or have made these have hewn these uh, tablets and become fixed and absorbed by the refining process and that's why he made this sap the stone which the Lucas are made out of the Sanpirian sapphire stone and he it's not a pretty stone in and of itself not a shiny stone from the work of the Birudim is made that um, shown that stein that sh- that stone into a shiny stone implying that he's brought about this whole refining process in creation and, and uplifted the sparks of Shema into Shema so it's explained over there in the explanation of the Maimar Azar and about the Machs of Shekel that that which has become refined through that power through that um, power of the second Luchay is the second tablet. Who Oid Yuvei Yeshachul Yun Shem is even a higher level. I'll see over there. Alfizay Yeshleimar Shabirudim Shabikech Teish Balpeh Yesh Bahem Oid Yisrachul. So according to all this, was explained about the special quality of the second tablets over the first tablets. We can say that the refine the refining of the sparks, which comes about through the power of the oral Torah, through learning the oral Torah. They have an even more superior quality than the refining of the sparks through the written Torah. Because the oral Torah goes down to the very details and relates to creation a lot more in a more way of relating to the actual physicality, whereas the written Torah doesn't descend down to all those details of creation. And similarly, we can say that any, um, any student, any, you know, authentic student of the, of that learns the Torah, the oral Torah, in a proper way, meaning recognizing that these are the words of Hashem, not just getting caught up in the wisdom of the Torah, but realizing that this, this is actually the will and the wisdom of Hashem that he's learning, and, and brings about this refining of the sparks through learning the, Torah, the oral Torah, or somebody who has reached the level where he's fitting to actually give psak din to decide halachic decisions, and he he decides a halacha, an actual halacha, according from the power of his Torah knowledge, yes, but Yisrael, he has even more superior quality uh, than, um, I guess, somebody who just is not dealing with the actual details of the Torah and the details of creation. Basically, there is a great superior quality in the oral Torah and the fact that it really deals with the, the creation in on its terms speaking about every case of the physical creation how what Hashem's will is in those cases what's kosher what's puzzle tummy Torah like we said before so somebody who learns Teresh Balpeh in a proper way he brings about a refining process a lot greater than Teresh Bichsav in the written Torah and somebody who paskins Allah according to his learning of Torah also has that same superior quality this is also the difference, like we said in the beginning of the Maimah, these two explanations of the Marasha and the Marameh on the Psalm and the word and the word Psalucha. So the Pirush Marasha, the Psalton Yeheshulcha. According to Marasha, he says that you're the 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 leftovers of the 
basically leftovers of the engravings of the second tablet should be that should be for you Moshe. That's referring to the superior quality of the second tablets themselves. Peter and according to the other um, commentary, that it's leftover should be for you. This is referring to the refining of the sparks, which is brought about through these second tablets, which there is even a greater superior quality in this. So, the difference between the two explanations. Let's go back to the beginning of the minor for a second. Yeah, so it says in the in the parentheses, the beginning of the mimer, on page Kuf Chafalif, that Marasha Shom, he says, Psultan ye ain kavana psoilis el psilosan. Doesn't mean the leftovers. Rather, it means, I think, the shavings. And the Ramah explains psoilis actually the, the leftovers, the dregs. So now we're saying that according to Marasha, that it says the shavings, uh, that is referring to the meaning the actual shavings of the second tablets. So it's referring to the superior quality of the tablets themselves, not what they affect, not what they bring about. And according to the Ramah, so the Sultan actually refers to the leftovers from the, the leftovers from the uh, engraving of these t- tablets, which is referring to something which is left over from them, not to them themselves. That, that these leftovers should be for you, Moshe, referring to the uh, refining of the sparks, which is brought about, affected through these um, second tablets, and through that, through that, you have even a greater, a greater superior quality. Like we said, the refining process brings about a revelation of, of Hashem's very essence, as long as it's done in the way of the second tablet, which is in a way relating to the creation on its level. Uma shukasuv karish that which it says about the second tablets that you should, you should, um, you should. Um, Engrave or make these second tablets like the first ones. Yeshlemer, what does it mean? Kriyshenim. See back to the beginning of the uh, Mimer. What does it say? We ask the beginning of the Mimer. I have to understand what it says. Kriyshenim. How can you compare the second tablets to the first tablets? The first tablets were actual work of Hashem, like it says. Aluchis Meisel Likim Hema Shniyos or Meisia De Moshe. How can you say that they were like the first ones? So here we're answering that question. And now we can say like before, Bifirushte the Evan Aleph Banhu that the explanation of Evan the explanation of Evan, the stone which these um tablets were engraved on, is Aleph, which is referring to Shema, the pure godly revelation, and Ban is the sparks of the creation, but how the sparks have already been uplifted through the refining process and, and been subsumed and absorbed in the Aleph. So that's why they're Kurishating the the second tablets are similar to the first. Even though the first were just a pure revelation of Shem Ma, nothing to do with Shem Ban, but here, the second tablets are a little bit like the first in the sense that they are now taking the sparks of Shem Ban and unifying them with the revelation of Shem Ma. Another explanation we could say is the Hainu Abir Bichnasis Hapchum Shekhum Lahira, the Shem Ban, Yemeir Kamoy Eidis Dama. This, meaning the second tablet should refer to this refining process of relating to creation, the details of creation through the Torah Shabbat, the oral Torah. So, the refining of the sparks in a way of transforming the darkness to light of Shein Ban, the sparks of Shein Ban to relate to creation. It should be, it should shine in a way just like the purity and the sublime level of the sparks of, Shein, of, of the revelation of godliness of Shein Ma. The Yoyster Kanal, and even more so, like we said before, being in Abdul Mishkal 
and regarding this, the weighing stone, said that the, through this refining of the sparks, not only do you get to the level of Shema, but you get to the pure revelation of Hashem's very essence, which transcends even Shema. And in speaking in the sense of our service to Hashem, what does this mean? That you should transform darkness to light to the extent that this, the sparks of Shemban should shine like Shema. That the power of Messiah, the Kayach of Messiah, the Shabbamis, that means the, the power of desire that the animal soul has, which is not inherently bad. It's just the power that it desires whatever looks good to it. So when you take that power of desire that the animal soul has, and in general, in a more general sense, the essence of the powers, the faculties of the animal soul, and you transform them to all to good, to desire godliness, and then it should be like the actual godly soul, just like the just like the pure godly soul desires godliness, transform that power of desire of the animal soul to also desire godliness. The idea of taking the sparks of Shema and making them shine like Shema. And this is the idea of you should engrave these second tablets for yourself. The leftovers should be for you. That from the leftovers, the shavings of the second tablets, Moshe became rich. Even though Moshe was on the level of Das, already rich. But Moshe was already in his very essence, and because of his spiritual level, he was already rich. But through the second tablet, which refers to the refining process of Shemba, meaning of relating to creation and the details of creation, which is hinted by the second tablet, the oral Torah. Moshe became rich with even additional light because he got the revelation of the very essence of Hashem, which transcends even his richness of um, Das, receiving directly from Kesser. And that's the end of Mimer, and it ends off here Bashura Gilian, in the margins of the actual writings of the of the of the Shab. It says, It says another place explained that Ban Dama, the level of Ban, how it's included within Ma, we're speaking about it now, is referring to the Kalim, the vessels of Ma. Because that's already the kalim, the, the limited aspect, the def- definition within, and not the actual pure revelation of godliness. So the kalim, the, this definition, this revel- this limitation of ma, that is also like this idea of ban. And see, but it says in another mime, I think, by Yudu, and in Shiva Panel, there's 70 fa- faces to the term, 70 different explanations. So even though it's a little bit different, now we're explaining it here, there's 70 different ways of explaining it. And then stop on the, now on the next mimer of Kuflam and Gimel, page 133. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Torah Lukute Torah almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other or older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tovim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast please consider doing that it will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better and you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha and to do that 
please email email me at rabbigelb@gmail, and we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of every of that episode. Thank you very much.